Welcome to the Lives of Courage podcast with me, Jessica Stong. Each week, we'll look at ways to choose courage every day, as I know even the smallest acts of courage matter. Through inspiration and action, we can grow into who we are truly meant to be. So welcome. I'm so glad you're here. Um, I'm going to wait for Facebook. Hey, hey, hey. This is going to be the quickest 10-minute um, chat about this just because, well, I'm making a presentation later on fear and anxiety um, over the lunch hour, so I need to be headed off for that. But so just so you know, we are, um, this is the question for today, and let me find it so I read it um, and I don't make up things because that's what I do. I'm still suffering after COVID. I see reports in the news and it breaks my heart. Any recommendations? And so I, I have planned, I think it's in two weeks, um, I am talking about trauma and emotional health. And I know in, in the reports, I've been saying this since it first started, this is a trauma for all of us collectively. COVID has been a trauma for us. Some of us, it's a small T trauma. For those of us that have experienced COVID, have long form COVID, um, have lost loved ones, it's a big T trauma. And so we also know that there is a deep connection between um, trauma and the way we experience our emotions. Um, so trauma really can happen anytime after you experience that hurt, um, physically or emotionally, and it has lasting impacts. And I just read on um, CNN, there was a, a new report out um, of how many long-term um, or those that were in the hospital and ICU with COVID or even those that had a severe form that were at home are now suffering from PTSD. Um, the less it is stress exposure. So please understand that we are all experiencing this, these unpredictable emotions, flashbacks, strained relationships, even physical sensations like headaches or nausea as a result of the stress-based response to something that we've all experienced. So I want you to know, A, you are not alone. People are seeing that it is happening on a wide scale. Um, and we frankly, people are going into their um, primary care doctors. No one knows the, the full impact and how COVID impacts our brain, how it impacts our heart. We know that those that are suffering from long-form COVID symptoms are having help palpitations. Heart palpitations, or even bradycardia, like I was wearing a monitor for the longest time. Um, they're having brain fog, trouble concentrating, really um, anxiety. And I've had people come to me and say, like, something's wrong with me. I'm like, no, it's that the inflammation is showing up this way. We also know that stressors um, with economic socialist social isolation, unemployment, um, working from home while caring for small children, homeschooling and other family members gets to us, right? 
this adds to the level of stressors. And so for optimal life, for abundant life, we know that our mind, body, and soul, we know we need to find that river of health, right? And as Dan Siegel says, on one side is rigidity and the other side is chaos. And I think we are all like vacillating back and forth from feeling that lack of control. And so we're going to we're going to try to control everything, where, whether it is controlling our, what's around us, controlling our circumstances, controlling others. And so how do we get back into that, that um, just just the, the balance of health when we've all experienced trauma? this year, 2020, and I would say this year as well. And I think so many of us are so afraid of our emotions that we're like, nope, everything's fine. And so we're just now coming to a place where we're, we're seeing more and more and more and more people are recognizing um, what it means to have lived through this to have lost someone, to have suffered themselves and are still impacted by those COVID symptoms. So when in two weeks, when I talk about big T trauma and PTSD, so much of my understanding comes from Bezel van der Kolk's book, The Body Keeps the Score, and how we understand that when we pay attention to our thoughts, our emotions, our physical sensations, which are different from our, those emotional vibrations in our body. We understand, we pay, we understand what's happening to us. We recognize the ebb and flow of our emotions. And we state and stand in the belief that this will get better, that we know that there is help out there. And so many of us, we just need someone to say, it's okay. It is okay to be feeling this way. And whether this is a message for you or for someone that you care about, a child, anyone, we, we are all learning. We are all coming out of this. I mean, France is on lockdown again. One of my friends there was talking about it. Um, I just want you to know that you, there is no one way to process all that's happened. There's no right way to feel right now. So you need to feel the way you need to feel. You need to understand that there is, there is an experience. We also understand the memory of trauma stays in our bodies. It's encoded in our viscera, in, in, the, in our being in those heartbreaking emotions that we've all experienced and the, the fear in our responses. And so what we are doing is we're looking and we're gonna walk the road of emotional regulation together, sweet friends. But that requires a shift in the way we feel our feelings. So the question, let me go back to the question because I'm still suffering from COVID. I see reports in the news and it breaks my heart. So I'm assuming the reports are people are still suffering even after they've had COVID. Um, and I'm suffering 
from the economic impacts. I still have my kids at home. I'm so overwhelmed. Will this ever end? Is the shot really only good for six months? Oh my gosh, what if I can't get it again? So I encourage you to write down so often the narratives around what we experienced are swirling around in our head. So if there's one thing I can ask you to do is to get quiet, take a deep breath, then write down what you've been experiencing, what you've experienced over this year. We're going to say a year. What narrative have you come up with on how you survive or thrive during this time? What has this meant to you? So I really want you to lean into the feelings. Who says that, right? I always love when people are like, it's simple. You just do these things and you feel better. No, sweet friends. When we store experiences inside of us, inside of our bodies, we have to do the deep work to uncover it. And so I just invite you to start the uncovering and the recovery process. I will meet you here at each Q&A. I've got two more minutes, sweet friends. You can listen to the podcast because these will really be around our emotional experiences. Um, we're going to do a mind, body, soul mind, body, spirit podcast, um, and to really help you understand and process the way that we are embodied, the way that we feel emotion, the way that we store emotion in our body, and understand that the process and the challenge of recovery is reestablishing ownership over our bodies and our, our minds and our, our, ourselves, of really of ourselves. And so this means feeling free to know who we are, what we feel, what we think, without becoming overwhelmed, enraged, ashamed, pitied, all the collapsed, all the things. And for me, this, this involves finding and knowing how to become calm and focused when you flipped your lid, right? learning to maintain that calm and finding ways to be fully alive, fully present and engaged with the people around us and not having to keep secrets from ourselves, secrets about the way we feel or secrets from others about the way we feel or how we've managed to survive. And um, I, I love the work of the neuroscientist um, Joseph Ledoux. That's what I'm going to say, because you guys know I lived a year in France. And the, the way we access the emotional, experiencing the emotional brain is only through self-awareness. By activating that medial prefrontal cortex, right? I'm sorry, I'm screaming. The part of the brain in charge of metacognition that notices what is going on inside of us and thus allows us to know what we are feeling. And time and time again, we know that we can change the way we feel about COVID, not by denying it, not by forcing positivity, but by becoming aware of our inner experiences and learning to befriend what is going on inside of us. 
being mindful, being present with that. And I'm going to end with this um, poem quote by Rumi, this being human is a guest house. Now, I don't have my glasses, so you're going to watch me squint. Every morning is a new arrival, a joy, a depression, a meanness, some momentary awareness comes as an unexpected visitor. Welcome and entertain them all. Treat each guest honorably. The dark thought, the shame, the malice, meet them at the door laughing and invite them in. Be grateful for whoever comes because each has been sent from a guide from beyond. Guys, sweet friends, we're going to walk this together every week. And I am so grateful for this opportunity to speak with you. And I did it in only 12 minutes. Hugs to you all. Have a great and courageous week. Remember, send me any and all of your questions at stong.jessica at gmail.com. Thanks so much. See you all. Bye. If I can figure out how to uh, disconnect. And there we go. And as always, I want to remind you, if you want more information about how to work with me, if you really um, have heard anything on this episode that you're like, wait a minute, you can go to jessicastong.com. You can learn more information about the Courageous Life Society, a group coaching membership that really helps you take all this information and apply it. And also you can get more information about one-on-one -on -one coaching. Thank you so much and have a great and courageous week, everyone.